The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. Why are you so perplexed by your coffee cup? Because all this time I always drink from the same coffee cup every day, and I just assumed because it has a very light pattern on it, I just assumed it was like flowers and like Easter eggs or something. And I actually looked at it; it's a faded cup with all the presidents of the United States of America on it. That's weird. Yeah, that I just—it was unexpected. That's why I'm like the presidents of the United States of America. You use the same coffee cup every day. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a million of them in there. I know, but I like this one particularly. It's the biggest one. You like that one, even though you've never actually really looked at it. <laughs> no, I just like it because it's the biggest one. That's what she said. This, <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extill, and I think we've had a lot of coffee today. I think so too. I'm almost feeling like Bobby Lee. No, I could no. never. I could never feel like that much energy. No. I wonder how many of those Red Bulls he drank before he came in here because he had one <laughs> Red Bull with him. Yeah. But I'm guessing he had about thirty of them. Well, I'm, I'm assuming that he had, you know, had consumed some of them before he got here mm-hmm. because even when he got here, did, he stopped drinking and he just kind of sat next to him. Yeah, that's a lot of energy. I am so excited to see him tonight. Yeah. Uh, well, and we saw some different posts from people and actually talked to, uh, talked to some people after the show yesterday who have seen Bobby Lee. So if you didn't listen to yesterday's show, take a listen. Episode 379 with Bobby Lee, formerly of Mad TV, and um, a million other things. Mm. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, people who have seen him in concert, or not in concert, but doing his stand-up and said that he is, he is hilarious. And he does, in fact, show his pubes. Oh, he does? That's what uh, I think Tristan told me that. Tristan sent me a text yesterday oh, yeah, that man. I think he does, in fact, do that. So well, this should be fun. Well, I saw people posting who went and saw him at Helium last night. And the more than one person I saw was just like, dude, that was the funniest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. So I am excited to see that tonight. It will be good. Yes. So, um, But many things to do before then. Yes, before then. And we, well, we should talk about what we did yesterday, too. Yeah. So... Uh, you know, as many of you know, we do a show on trailblazers.tv. We do indeed. It's called Sportlandia. You can find it at sportlandiatv.com. Mm-hmm. You can watch them anytime. Um, but uh, the Trailblazers were actually up for an award yesterday for, well, mainly, well, Dan and his team. Uh, <laughs> Dan and Demir. <clears throat> Dan and Demir. <laughs> we're, up for a, we're up for an award for trailblazers.tv for, you might have to explain this a little bit better than me. What, what exactly was this award? <laughs> it was some. This group. It was just basically a big old nerd fest. I don't know. It w- well, it was Web Visionary Awards? Yeah, here, wait, let me see. I had it pulled up. Web Visionary. There. Web- You're going to be the honorary expert on the Web Visionary Awards. Web Visionary Awards. Please explain what the Web Visionary Awards are. It's the world's only all-interactive awards show, Greg Nibbler. Oh, my. Each year in conjunction with the Web Visions Conference, the Web Visionary Awards celebrate the most imaginative, daring, and curious talent by the web by awarding miniature robots to the best of the best. So this is more than just an awards show. Oh, yes, it was much more than an awards show. It was barely an awards show because there were so many kooky things they were doing. So it was torture. So we, we didn't win anything. So you know what? We, don't, it, we could just make fun of it as much. That's as true. We didn't win. Um, so, so we went to this award. Uh, I, I don't even know what you would call it. I mean, I guess it was a big room full of nerds, and, dark lighting, and loud music. And we're nerds. Like, we're, well, we're geeks. Like, we like our, like our culture. We like our certain things. Like, we, you know, like Greg's obsessed with, you know, like, I don't know, Star Wars. I know a lot about Star Trek. Like, we do the thing. But there's a difference between nerds and geeks. And this was full of just screaming Computer nerds. Nerd, computer nerd. But, like, the thing about nerds that a lot, a lot of people know is that they're snobby. Yeah. Nerds are snobby. It was full of snobby nerds who were just, like, looking, judging, watching, waiting. Yeah, there were there were a lot of a lot of snobby nerds in there. Snobby nerds. That is nerds. true. 
Yeah. But um, yeah, so it was an interesting experience. I've never been to anything quite like that. No. Well, let's let's so, back up and talk about like what we did before that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So so yesterday, um, you know, we were invited to by Dan to come down there to the to the award ceremony, which was we'll talk a little bit more about that later yes. on about the Web Visionary Awards. Sorry, we're all over the board today because we've had a lot of coffee. Yeah. We'll try to try to straighten it up. Well, on Friday, we'll clean it up. Easy we'll day. clean it up. Clean it up. Clean it up. Clean up this filth. So, so we went down to uh, to Dan's parents' condo. Yeah. In downtown Portland, and I won't say which building it's in, but it's a very famous building, and it's it, a very fancy building. Let's just say it has a concierge at the desk. It's like a New York type building where you have to be buzzed in and then you go to the concierge desk who's sitting there with a phone. Uh, who are you here to see today? Yes. And where and you have to have an appointment. they call and clear it? Yeah. They call up and clear it with whoever's upstairs and then you're allowed to go in and the person actually go, walks over to the elevator with you and punches the button presses the floor that you're going to go up Yeah, because he has like some special like key code and like card thing that he so has not, to put in. Yeah, so you, you can't really just go up yeah. in the elevator. Even if you make it to the elevator, you can't get in unless you have the key card. It's really, yeah, it it's, it's like New York. It's like New York. I have a friend whose uh, parents lived in like the Upper West Side and that's how it was, you know, where you had to have a concierge and then cleared. I've never seen anything And they would go like punch that. the elevator. And, I mean, that's what it was. It was a New York building. I just felt like a little ragamuffin going in because I didn't realize that you had to be buzzed in too because we followed on the, <laughs> I'm sure we made him nervous too, follow on the coattails of some guy walking into the building and we're like, la, 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 la. And go up in the concierge, like sets down his stone. He's like, can I help you? <laughs> I'm like, wow, really? <laughs> Fancy time building. I know. Fancy, fancy. So we went up to the condo and it was incredible. So it's glass windows. It, it wraps around a corner of the building, their, their particular one did. Basically they have like a corner penthouse. Yeah, yeah, a penthouse. Um, and glass, glass windows all the way around overlooking downtown Portland and the West Hills. A balcony that wrapped around that. Hardwood floors, like immaculate kitchen and furniture. Uh, two bathrooms in this thing. Like two bedrooms, everything just pristine and immaculate. It was amazing. No, there are three bathrooms. Three bathrooms, mm-hmm. right? Three bathrooms. Three bathrooms, two <clears throat> bedrooms, all walk-in closets, huge hallway that you walk down with like the wood floors, and there's also wood on the side of the walls too, with all these mm-hmm. amazing paintings, like staggered. Yeah, I have never seen anything that nice ever. I will never own anything that nice. No, I'm, I'm afraid. I would love to own something that nice. No, I was so uncouth, too, because, you know, Dan Harbison, like, he's a very hardworking man. Like, and mm-hmm. I had no idea that his family, you know, well, also, if he's a hardworking man, it makes sense that no, his family's all, all hardworking as well. That's the thing. They're all hardworkers. So, and I, I mean, they've even, earned what they... What no, they and I'm so uncouth. And so, like, the second we walk in, I was just like, holy fuck, I didn't know your parents were rich. I'm like, Jesus. And we're walking around. And then it made me feel good to know that when Dan was talking to us about the first time he saw it, he was just like, what the hell are you guys doing? This is ridiculous. But it is beautiful. I have never seen an apartment that nice. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Like white furniture and like bright paintings and mm-hmm. flowers everywhere and like fun lights hanging from the ceiling. It was just awesome. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> it was very awesome. It took about 15 minutes for us to be able to speak. I'm like, okay, now I'm getting kind of used to how pretty this is. <laughs> so, it was cool. So, so went to went and hung out at Dan's place and then um and then went down to the to the Web Visionary Awards. So basically, just to recap it, to describe it one more time, big room, full of nerds, 
dim lighting, music way too loud. And then one of the things they did was on the stage, they had... Not one of the things, the only thing they did. The only thing they did on the (laughs) stage was they had PowerPoint presentation karaoke, which in theory could maybe be (laughs) funny. So they had random PowerPoint presentations that they collected out who knows where. I I don't know how they got these things. One was like on a a travel trip to Rio de Janeiro. Mm Mm-hmm. Like a, like a, must have been some travel company advertising it. And then it would flip through slides and there would be two people up there and they'd have to give a presentation based on what was happening in the slides. In theory, that could be funny. Yeah. So one person was like the odd numbers. One person was the even numbers. Mm -hmm. In theory, it could be funny. In theory. It took us about 15 minutes to understand what the hell was going on. It was... Exactly like every bad fucking improv comedy night I've ever been dragged to. Except for with people who aren't comedians. Yeah, so it's a bit awkward. And speaking of awkward, though, um, nerd comedians, uh, I think believe, <laughs> I believe Kenny B is going to be calling in here in just a little bit. Okay, were we not discussing last night how we thought that this was just a room full of Kenny B's? It was, it was a room yeah. full of Kenny B's. He it was pretty funny. It. He, he absolutely would have. No, I mean, it was a fine event. It was absolutely, it was fine. It was, it was just uh, outside of my... Normal elements. Well, so that's all just, it was. You know, yeah, there's a natural end point to, you know, bits and whatnot. And it just seems like that one went on forever because we came there. It seems like the award show was just like, like they had switched amounts of time that you should do it. Like the amount of time they spent doing the event before the awards show should have been the amount of time they, time they probably spent on the awards and then vice versa. Because yeah. it just kept going on. Like I think every single person who signed up for that, the presentation karaoke thing got to go up. Yeah. Well, whatever. That's their that's their awards. It's it's really not. It's their awards. It's not really our place show. to be. Yeah, I, mean, I know. We don't have one. I can't say that we could put put one on. Yes. Um, but uh, but yes, Kenny B will be calling in here in just a little bit. To, um, to well, I guess yeah, we'll regale us with tales. I don't know if you'll enlighten us on some things or not. You might. It's hard to say that that we're not talking about something as much as. We have in the past. There used to be some updates on Facebook pages that we did talk about relating to Kenny B, perhaps someone in Kenny B's life who we're no longer allowed to see that person's Facebook page. <laughs> we'll just say that. We'll see if Kenny B will talk about that. But uh, besides that, um, moving on to other things that are yes. happening today. So we are going to be filming Sportlandia this afternoon at 4 p.m. at Sam's Billiards. And we're going to be having we're, we're going to show that interview that we did with Patty Mills, and also our special guest this afternoon is going to be Sarah Moon, mm-hmm. which I believe longtime Rick Emerson listeners, yes, yes, would and know Sarah Moon. Her and I have worked together over the years several times. Like um, we modeled together, and um, she's a musician. Uh, we were in a music video together once. Yes, too. I have seen that music video. <laughs> that is funny. Where I play um, a madam, yes. and I and I tie her up. Seriously. <laughs> No, seriously. Say it in a say it in a sexy voice. I play a madam and I'm gonna tie you up. <laughs> I don't know if that was sexy. That was more intimidating. That wasn't that was more that was more like Are they supposed to be intimidating? That was more like Kathy Bates from misery type. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tie you up. It's gonna be hard to walk without kneecaps. <laughs> Finish the story. <laughs> oh my god, I just looked at Kenny B's page. You know that he ran into a door? Yes. I had no idea. Yes, he, he apparently did. We'll we'll talk to him all about that. Here in just a little bit. I, I've sure he ran into a door. Isn't that funny how all these things have happened within the past week? <laughs> it is quite possible. For some reason, I'm, I'm not buying the we whole don't door know. story. We never know. Yeah, maybe we'll find out the real story behind that. But what are you doing over there? What's, what's oh, sorry. That is? was um, just checking to make sure that Kenny's available. 
Ah, checking with Kenny's people. Yeah. All right. I said I wrote, "Hey, Kenny, you there?" And he wrote, "Yep." And I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna give you a call in a couple um, a couple minutes if that still works." And he just wrote, "Fuck you." <laughs> okay. <laughs> For no random reason. That's because uh, him and I were doing. Uh, we were joking. And then he wrote, "Fuck you." Doing. Okay. And then put a smiley face. And I wrote, "Weirdo." And then he's like, "I love you." <laughs> is he crazy? Yes, he is. Did that crazy. door hit give him brain damage? It's it would not surprise me. I would not surprise me at all. How do you think um, Costa Rica's panning out for him this time around? <laughs> Doesn't seem to be quite the magical journey it was last time. I don't know. I don't know. We will have to ask him. Um, I was going to say one other thing, though, before we got sidetracked with more Kenny B. Um, did you see the email from the listener uh, talking about the airline doors? Oh, God. Did somebody else do it again? No. Okay, this is in reference to the story you were talking about uh, where someone was trying to open the door. Yeah, there were like three days in a row when people were trying to open yeah, the, um, during the emergency m- exits. During yeah, during mid-flight, mid-flight um, up, uh, yeah, while they're flying, some crazy person trying to open the door. We received this email. This is from uh, listener Andy. He says, Dear Greg and Sarah, please do not fear a nut job opening a door in flight. I am an airline pilot, and I can tell you it is impossible. The doors seal from the inside like a plug. On the ground, those doors easily open inward. Once the plane is pressurized on takeoff, there's up to eight pounds per square inch sealing the door closed. For a small exit door, you would need over 13,000 pounds of force to pull that door open. Oh, that makes me feel so much better. Said you might be able to break the handle, but nothing else. And uh, then he also says, I'm sure your resident nerd can confirm my calculations. Go Beavers. Oh, well, see, that's a good tie-in to Mr. Kenny B. There we go. Yes. So thank you, listener Andy. There's also... Thank you, Andy. There's been quite a quite a lot of topics going on on our forum that I think maybe we should uh, explore some of that here in just okay. a little bit. All right. Uh, we have him on the line? We sure do. All right. Hello, Kenny B. Are you there? I am here. Direct from Costa Rica. It's Kenny always amazing B. how clear you sound. Yeah, I know. This technology is quite amazing, isn't it? Yes, it is. I marvel over it. You're quite amazing, Kenny B. Thank you. Except, you know, who doesn't quite agree with that statement? <laughs> so, okay, before you say anything, we've we've alluded to some disturbances that have been going on uh, in the Kenny B world, perhaps relating to this show. Um, but we didn't know what we could actually say or not. Yes, and we don't want to get you in any more trouble than you have found yourself in. Yes. Yeah. So perhaps, is there anything that you can fill the listeners in on, on on exactly what's happening? Well, you guys can take solace in the fact that my girlfriend will probably never listen to the show again. Which, uh, uh, do you know which we show should she say, listened to? We should yeah. say this right away. We didn't know she was listening to any shows because I thought we were, we were under the impression that she would not be listening to any Fun Employment Radio episodes ever. Yes. Yeah, I was under the same impression. What happened? Was she Was she tipped off by somebody? I don't know. I think she just, because I was talking about, like, I was writing the Nerd Facts segment, and she was there, and she was getting, like, curious and wanted to support me. Mm. (laughs) So so let's explain. So she did listen to the show. Yes, and I still have no idea what what episode she listened to. So you don't know. So she listened to the show. You don't know what episode. You don't know what the precipice was, whether someone told her to listen to it, or she just got bored and decided to listen to some of the shows. Somehow she got smart and figured out how to download them because uh, she couldn't figure it out before, which gives you a clue as into her technological abilities. But yeah, I have no idea why she decided to. She just she was talking about it over time, and I was like, yeah, you probably shouldn't. Uh, I don't think you'll like it. It's not really your style of humor. Wow, Kenny, never be a lawyer. That is like the worst argument ever. You won't like yes. it. You shouldn't listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That casually, yeah. And, it, well, it didn't work. So, 
anyway, yeah, I came home on Friday last week, and she was just like upset, clearly about something. Silent mode, and I was like, "What's going on?" You know, and she was finally like, "I listened to your show, and oh. I heard what you guys were saying." Oh, and <laughs> you don't know which one. So she no, said, I, "I heard what you guys were saying." Yeah, but you yeah, don't heard, know. She was like, "I heard your little Facebook bit." <gasps> oh funny, no. Huh? Oh, and I was pretty brutal last week. Oh. So, <laughs> so what happened after that? Uh, basically, I begged for her forgiveness and said that uh, it was only two episodes. And, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> you told her it was only two episodes? That, that... Yes, which it was. It was only two. Oh, two the episodes. foundation of a good relationship only, is honesty. Only two. Right. The two episodes she listened to. <laughs> uh yeah and uh she's still pissed um but basically she eventually forgave me and and uh i had to make a post on facebook to show her as an olive branch if you will that i'm willing to express myself about oh. our our love and our relationship Wait, she she made you write that update that we saw no she didn't i did it as like an olive branch gotcha she was like you don't have to fucking write that so I was like, all right, and I deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's what so, that was when I knew shit had hit the fan because we were at a party yeah. on Saturday and I saw I'm like, that's an odd update from Kenny. <laughs> and then like ten minutes later, Greg are like, hmm, maybe we should check and see if Kenny's girlfriend's still a friend on Facebook. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> so it's like add this person as a friend. I'm like, shit. Yeah, yeah she so went she through did... and promptly deleted everyone associated with the show. So. <laughs> gotcha. Yes. I believe uh, Aaron Duran Aaron also said well. he was Yeah, deleted. he was kind of a, a collateral damage. Yeah. I was like, Aaron had nothing to do with it. But <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so so she hates us, I'm assuming. I don't know if she hates you. But, uh, <laughs> maybe we just, uh, just so she, maybe she wasn't ready for the truth. Maybe it was just a little too close to home. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'm going to uh, leave that up to the universe to decide whether she uh, wants to be kind to you when she sees you. Oh, fair know. enough. Yeah. Fair no. enough. We're, I'm prepared. No, It'll that is not. I, I expect her to never speak to me again. So, I mean, just so you know, this is we already have our expectations. We expect nothing from her. Oh, no, so I, I expect to get yelled yep. at. But yep. um, that's fine. Whatever. I, I can, you expect I to get yelled it. at? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't think it'll be a yelling. I think it'll be a silent, a scolding, evil stare, and forever holding animosity, even though she says it's okay. I will be forever grateful for her, though, because she gave us some really good material. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. As much as uh, terrible as the situation is, it was. It was. Uh, did you tell her? It. <laughs> did you tell her no, it was comedy gold? No. <laughs> but you don't understand, baby. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Don't you understand why you're hilarious? <laughs> you're inadvertently hilarious. Um, well, but things seem to be uh, so. So you guys have got things patched up. Well, kind of. Uh oh, is she uh -oh. holding out now? I don't know. I was wondering if you guys could maybe help me out. Sure. All right. I thought maybe the listeners could be in on it. I figured. So I'm gonna cut Can out my my segment, quote unquote, and I'm gonna uh, email it to her so she can hear it. Wait, did she ask for you to do this? No, I just thought I'd uh, take, you know, be a little proactive. Okay. And, uh, and, and maybe avoid her downloading it herself and send her send her my segment. See what she thinks. So if we could go ahead and just re-record a whole other segment. Wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. So you want to do great. two segments? Yeah, 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 yeah. So s clarify exactly what it is you're wanting to do. So you want to do some segment where you're talking about how much you love her and then you're going to send that to her? Is this what you're yeah, going basically. for? Yeah, basically, I'm gonna I'm gonna scold you guys for being <laughs> such 
such terrible assholes on the radio and, and reading her private Facebook posts. Are we supposed to take now, this seriously? You scolding us? You can you can take it however you please. Yeah, just just maybe be apologetic and pretend like I'm I'm really awesome and. <laughs> wow, this is a big stretch, Kenny. You're this asking is, quite a bit. This is a lot. Okay. Well, with, you know, the way the Bobby Lee interview went yesterday, I figure, uh, you know. Yeah, how jealous were you, huh? Yeah. Thanks. thanks for setting that up for us, Kenny. Too bad you couldn't be here. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, in return for that. All right. No, well, we can totally do it. I will be very okay, sorry. Okay, let's do this. We will pretend here. Um, so should we just bring you on and then... Uh, are, yeah, then you're gonna I, scold. You're gonna scold us. Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. All right okay. So maybe ask me cue. how I'm doing, and I'll take it from there. Okay. Maybe not the music though. <gasps> That's true. I would. I would leave the music out for the fake one. Yeah. yeah. I mean the real one. Right. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio from Costa Rica, Kenny B. Hey, Kenny. Hey guys. Hi, Kenny. How, how's it going? Uh, I've seen better days. Oh. Yeah, I understand. Uh, yeah, we feel really, really bad. I'm sorry. So you're aware of the incident that went down then? Well, yes, kind of, because we're no longer friends with your girlfriend, so I'm assuming that... Uh, yeah, she's not too happy at you, at, with you guys. Well, you I want to say this. You know, I mean, sometimes when you're, when you're doing the show, you know, you do bits, you kind of get carried away. Yeah. Um, sometimes you have a couple of beers, and just thinking isn't really straight, uh, isn't clear, and... You know, we just, it's one of those things where we got carried away. Yeah, I feel really, yeah. really bad. I, that's not the kind of person that I want to be, and I just... Yeah, I'm I don't... really glad you guys can admit that, because, you know, if you if you look back at the uh, record, and it's and it's uh, saved for all eternity, uh, I was adamantly opposed to this bit you guys were doing from the very start. So, uh, you know, I'm glad that you guys can admit that you were wrong. And okay, buddy, you need to just tend to it, too. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are very sorry for what we did, yeah. and, you know, I hope uh -huh. that... Um, please, yeah, ask for forgiveness to your lady friend, even though okay. I know it probably won't happen. <laughs> I will. Well, just just to kind of let her know how I really feel, uh, I've entitled today's Nerd Facts, uh, Facts About Why My Girlfriend is Awesome. <laughs> and I'd like your permission to go ahead and read those. Well, well absolutely. Absolutely, Kenny. I think that's a that's a fantastic idea, and that's a very nice thing. So, yeah, let's I go ahead and do... I think maybe we should do the, back, like the, the Nerd Facts background, though, for these particular, don't you think? Like my I think the you background could use music? Some music maybe oh, yes. something yeah. yes. maybe something romantic, I don't know. Okay. Something uh I'll put you know what? I'm going to pick a song from one of my favorite movies. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, that's a very romantic I love movie. This. I've seen this like mm -hmm. 700 times. Yes. All I right, like it's it. uh it's now time for Kenny B's Nerd Facts dedicated to his lady friend. Yes. These facts are entitled Facts about why my girlfriend is awesome. Fact number 1. She knows the difference between the TARDIS, an X-Wing, and a Viper, and a Sonic, a Phaser, and a Lightsaber. Number two, she thinks it's sexy when I do my impression of Bill Compton. Number three, she's a ginger, and therefore a rare commodity to be valued. Number four... A ginger? Does she like being called a ginger? She does, yeah. All gingers like ginger. As long as you mean it, you know, uh, in a gingery way, affectionate, affectionately, yeah. I'm not, not, uh, you're not putting them down by their ginger ways. Number four, yes. Granted, she's obsessed with top forty music and RuPaul's Drag Race, but she's also totally obsessed with Doctor Who, Star Trek, and Battlestar Galactica. Awesome. 
Number five, she's read Howard Zinn's The People's History of the United States, knows why World War II happened, and can explain the difference between the Civil and Revolutionary Wars, and can explain the Bush Doctrine. Number six, on her first date, she tripped on the stairs and nearly fell flat on her face and then denied it ever happened, which I think is awesome. Number seven, when she was younger, she had a crush, not on Joey Lawrence or any of the Backstreet Boys, but on Spock. And we're talking Leonard Nimoy here, not Zach Quinto, though. Uh, he is on her list of freebies. She also had a, a huge crush on Darth Vader. Yeah. All right. Uh, number eight. She's really hot, and she actually likes giving me blowjobs. And number nine. She's an excellent cook and once made a delicious meal with nothing but the random ingredients lying around in my disgusting bachelor kitchen. Number ten. Is this a- Scott? I was mm-hmm. just clarifying. How many of these are there? There's 12. There's 12. Okay. okay. 12. Top 12. Top 12. Number 10. She will play Scott Pilgrim with me for hours. And by that, I mean the video game. It's not some role-playing sex game we play. The video game. Luke and Leia's Forbidden Love. Wait, what? Number 11. She will often quote Dumb and Dumber, SLC Punk, Super Troopers, Grandma's Boy, and Eddie Azard's Dress to Kill. And finally, number 12... Bobby Lee, yesterday's guest, was quite enthralled with the vagina and had many a different theory about them. I can't corroborate his theory, but I'll just say this. When my girlfriend smiles, it works for me. And I'll leave it at that. This has been Kenny B's Nerd Facts, dedicated to his lady friend. And scene. (laughs) Oh my god, dude! Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Am I an evil person? Does she? Am well, just... a does she, will she be stoked about the fact that you said that she likes to give you blowjobs? Yeah, sure. We'll see. <laughs> Did you just make things worse for yourself again by us not doing anything? You to have to realize sound? we muted our own microphones so that we wouldn't laugh over and like start talking over it. <laughs> I wonder why it was so quiet. That's, there wasn't even a snicker. We muted ourselves. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. I really appreciate it. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Oh, Kenny. Mm-hmm. <sighs> wow. So, okay. In other news, you ran into a door. Yeah, yeah. I swear on my life that had nothing to do with my girlfriend being mad at me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I was like, I was in the bathroom. I the bathroom, the master bathroom that's in the master bedroom. I walked out, turned off the light, and it was like pitch black in the entire house, and I didn't. I thought it was that dark because the bedroom door was closed. So I assumed the bedroom door was closed and I walked towards it to open it to find it was open and it sticking right into my head. Oh! Slammed my eyebrow like right into the corner of the door. Thankfully, I missed my nose because we all know that would have taken the brunt of the force. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just like immediately fell back on my head. It bashed my head on the ground, the back of my head, and like was just gushing blood all over the place. Ugh. What is yeah, uh, Costa Rican healthcare like? It's actually pretty good. Yeah. The the um, we lucked out, and there was like a clinic open just right across the street from the apartments, and uh, the doctor was like really good. He, I've never seen anybody like stitch that quickly. I've had numerous incidents in the ER and <laughs> been stitched up many a time, and he was uh, very good, very good. So yeah. Uh, now I have three stitches on my eyebrow, and uh, I'll probably have a nice scar. <gasps> awesome! Three stitches, like in the style of uh, like vanilla ice. Is it yes, gonna scar right, like that? Right there. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm probably going to have a cutout. People are going to think I did that on purpose. And no. So, yeah. That was my week. Sounds like an eventful week that you've had. <laughs> yeah, and I'll have to tell you. I'll have to give you the update on the rest of the week. Yeah, are you going to Oh, send- yeah, the president's here. He's staying with us and his wife. The and- president of your company? Yes. Oh, not one. of the United States of America. No, not okay. Obama. Obama's not. He has not visited Costa Rica, as far as I know. So uh, the president of your company is staying at the house with you? Yeah. Oh. oh best week and ever. We had, and he knows yeah, that had, you're living in sin with your uh, lady friend. Yeah. And let's just say uh, his, his, his wife was not exactly the most uh, friendly, kind person to sinners. Oh, oh wow. She hasn't, ta- she hasn't taken too kindly to I mean... Are you going to let uh, the wife of this president listen to your segment that you just did where you talk about <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I did it too. Strike you guys two. both just did it. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll bleep that. Uh, yeah, no, they won't be listening. I don't think they know what uh, – I don't even think they know that I'm, I work for a podcast. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see though. You know, I've had good luck with that so far. <laughs> <laughs> What's all right? Let's probably... ta- you should just talk a bunch of shit about these people, and then we'll see if they listen. <laughs> yeah, and then send it to them. Uh-huh. <laughs> That'll be a good tester. Let's it was a joke. Ha, ha. <laughs> like the joke? Hey. <laughs> all right. Hey. Yeah. So we'll, well, we'll, we'll probably have some interesting uh, incidents over the next week or so. How long are they staying for? A month. Oh. <laughs> Sounds incredible. Yeah. Wait, so what are the president and his wife doing? Well, because, you know, obviously your lady friend is, you know, hanging out in your house. Are they hanging out there as well or are they working? What are they doing? Uh, I'm not exactly clear yet. They they came down last night and they, they left this morning to go. It's their anniversary. So they went to go on a little vacation and they're going to be back sometime next week. And then I have no idea what the plan is. Like, I don't know if they're going to be in the house all day long or going to be traveling around. Either way, we do not have the car access anymore so we're like you know that's really awkward that they sent you down there you know for work i mean granted you know they're paying for you to be down in costa rica but that sucks so that you have to be shacked up with your with your (laughs) boss the president of the company and his wife like on your off time awkward that's really uncomfortable no nobody wants to do that to hang out with their boss (laughs) like 24 hours a day so you constantly have to be on because you can't, right. like, relax and slack off or do whatever you want to do. I mean, that'd be awkward even just to be sitting there, like, playing video games with your boss in the other room. Right. No cursing or taking the Lord's name in vain. Or we were watching Boardwalk Empire last night, and there's, you know, various F-bombs and uh-huh. talking about God and all this stuff. And I was like, turn it down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. That's, that's just awkward. That sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is yeah. just... Oh, my God. It's like a monsoon outside. Mm, yes. Jeez. I just looked up and it's like, it looks like someone turned out a shower. Nice. That's my story. Nice. What's, yeah, what's the weather like there? Uh, it's exactly like that. It's like okay. crazy thunder and lightning. It's pretty awesome though. Like the thunder, I've never heard thunder that loud. Just like explodes over your head. It's just, it's crazy. It's really awesome. cool. Yeah. Well, Kenny, yeah. keep us, uh, keep us abreast of what's, uh, what's <laughs> going on there. Abreast. I know. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully I don't. Um, upset Jesus and get struck by lightning or something in the next week. Or your girlfriend doesn't bash your head in. Yeah. yeah. Like she tried to do already. I, mean, I know you're covering Watch it out for the doors. Mm-hmm. Don't fall down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, be careful. She seems like a scrapper. She's pretty scrappy. Alright, well, I hope that uh, that segment that we recorded works for you. Um, Me too. 
Me too. Well, good work on Bobby Lee. And um, yes. So, Kenny. We're very grateful for you, Kenny, even though you're in Costa Rica with your girlfriend who beats you. Yeah. It's all right. We won't (laughs) tell anyone. Mm -hmm. Except for who listens to the show. Okay. She loves me. (laughs) All right, Kenny. Well, thanks for calling in. All right. Talk to you guys later. All right. Bye, buddy. All right, the crazy world of Kenny B. Oh boy, it's always uh, it's always exciting. It's crazier every week. I just I just can't believe that we got away with it as long as we did. I know we've talked about this, but I mean we've been doing this. It's for but, a long time. For a very long time. Yeah. Yeah, I am surprised as well. Mm-hmm. But hey, it's his call. It's his call. Um, I didn't think that he would have the balls to keep going. Like I'm pretty impressed with him. Well, he's gonna. The thing is, though, if she already listened, how, do, how does he know that she's not going to listen again? That's exactly it. Like, Kenny's one of the smartest people I know and one of the dumbest. <laughs> like, seriously. Shh, don't let him know that. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, well, should we, do some, should we do some ball talk? Yeah. And change it up? Before we do that, we should uh, let everyone know that Fun Employment Radio is brought to you in part by Audible. And if you go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Audible link on the right-hand side. You can sign up for a free 14-day trial and get a free audio book just for trying out their services. It uh, greatly helps us out, and we're very appreciative of them for helping to sponsor our show. Yes, they believe in us, and we love them. And, um, yeah, and so they, they are helping us give you a free audio book. So just go to funemploymentradio.com. Come click on that link, sign up for the free trial and give it a shot and see if you like it and download one of their products. And trust me, it's a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. It's a win-win situation. And we appreciate your support uh, in helping us out with that. So ball talk. Ball talk. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. So in NBA news, the finals are set. The two teams are set to play. It's going to be Miami and Dallas playing in the NBA Finals. Should be an interesting one. This is LeBron James's, you know, fucking dream team that he created mm-hmm. versus Dirk Nowitzki and the over-the-hill Dallas Mavericks. Well, and this is who you called is going to be in the Finals, right? I did, actually. Did. I did make this prediction. You were prediction. actually right. <laughs> yes, I predicted this and I uh, was correct. So Dallas Mavericks, Miami Heat, the, the, the Finals start on Tuesday. I will definitely be watching that because... Um, I can't root for Miami, so I'm going to have to root for Dallas. Mm. Uh, and plus, Dallas is the team that knocked the Blazers out, so I'd rather they win an NBA championship and at least know that we lost to the champions. Yep. You know, they beat everybody else, too. I, I can I can live with that I am, as much as I can. I am excited. Like, this is the first mm. time I've actually known enough about, you know, the two final teams to actually care. Well, well and usually I don't even care. I mean, if the Blazers aren't in it, um, I don't even care that much about the finals generally because it's usually like Lakers and Celtics. Well, I mean, plus the Lakers have been winning the last two years. So mm-hmm. at least it's exciting there's somebody else in there. A different team will win the NBA Finals. Um, but there are there is a, a sponsor who is winning out big time with the fact that Dallas and Miami are in the Finals, and that is American Airlines because they own the rights, the naming rights to each of the stadiums. Both of the stadiums are called American Airlines. No way. I think one's an arena, one's a stadium, whatever that is. The afterthought is, but yes, both of them are named American Airlines. So no matter where the game is going to be, it's going to be live from American Airlines. Blah blah blah. So they uh, they won out on this. That's yeah. hundreds of millions of dollars of free advertising they're going to be getting. Jeez. And I looked at what they paid for um, for the naming rights. It was like 192 million for Dallas, I think. Over like a forty-year contract or something like that, and then uh, I think they paid forty million for the other ones. So they paid about two hundred fifty million 
But they're going to get at least that in free advertising oh, just yeah. from this. Probably like, what, double that? Because they're going to be saying that name over and over and over, and they'll show it on the screen saying, here's where we are, because that's the name of the place. Mm. So yeah, they're they're definitely getting their money's worth out of this thing. So I guess it pays they to... They are uh, winning. They won. Mm-hmm. All right, in NFL news. So I keep giving stories about uh, NFL players doing stupid shit during the, uh, during the lockout. And there are a couple of stories of NFL players doing okay things. Ah, sorry, that was my, I thought I silenced, actually it is on, my phone is on vibrate. I don't know how that thing gets through. Anyway, <laughs> never mind. Um, let's see. Oh, I just confirmed too. We might have a special guest on uh, Wednesday. Awesome. Yes. So I will, I will find out about that. Um, all right. So in, uh, NFL players doing something not terrible. There's this heartwarming story Yay. of JT Thomas, who is a uh, place for the Chicago Bears. And during the lockout, he went back to his hometown in Morgantown, which I believe is in West Virginia. Uh, went back there, and he's just been kind of hanging out, um, spending time with his family. And every day, he helps his seven year old brother get home from school. So his seven year old brother rides the bus, and uh, he helps him, you know, walks him to the bus and does all that kind of stuff. And on that bus is a, an eighth grade girl named Jocelyn, who happened to actually grow up in Chicago. She's a Bears fan. And now, you know, the Chicago Bear is walking this other kid back and forth mm-hmm. to the bus every day. So she gets to see him all the time. And he, since she, this girl is such a huge fan, he worked it out to where he could come on the bus and actually say hello to her and say hi. Well, this girl also turns out to have, um, let's see, spin- spinalobifida. Oh, spina bifida? Spina bifida. That's what I'm trying to say. Spina bifida. To where she's in a wheelchair, um, you know, so she can't she can't walk or anything like that. And she's in the eighth grade, and they were having a big dance at her school coming up where she is supposed to ask a guy. And I guess she was telling uh, JT Thomas that she was, I guess she was crying when he came on the bus um, because she'd asked, like, all of these guys at school, and they all turned her down. Mm-hmm. So none of these guys would go to the dance with her. And so he decided that he would ask her to the dance. So Aww. so he went with her to their to her 8th grade dance and um yeah, so she got to go with the Chicago Bear. That is to the so dance. sweet. So, nice thing he did. Uh she said it was the best night of her life. Mm. And uh she got to hang out with with him all. Oh, night. tear. Yes. That's so sweet. So not they're not all bad guys. People are good. JT Thomas doing something good. However, here's an asshole. <laughs> Moving on. So Tiki Barber. Tiki Barber is Tiki a Tiki re- Barber. Tiki Barber, retired New York Giant. He's been he's he's done all kinds of different broadcasting things for sports. Um, and then he was also briefly a part of the Today Show, like a correspondent or something like that. I don't know exactly what he did on there. But he got into a lot of trouble over the last year when he, while his wife was pregnant with twins, um, he left her for a much younger woman. Oh, that's a class act right there. That's a class act. And so he left her for uh, for another woman while she was pregnant with their with their twins. They already had two kids, too. Hmm. And when that happened, naturally, there was quite a bit of backlash about him doing this. And at the time, you know, he was sought after. He was being hounded for interviews and all kinds of things. And I guess what he did is he went and went to the house of his agent, and he actually um, just stayed in the guy's attic. I guess his converted attic is what he was doing. However... He made a statement about this, about his time in the attic. 
And what he said was... <laughs> I just keep thinking like Tiki in the attic. <laughs> like a flowers in the attic kind of bun. Tiki in the attic. <laughs> Barbara in the attic. Barbara in the attic. What he said was, referring to his agent, Mark Lepselter, who is Jewish, he said, Lep's Jewish. And it was like a reverse Anne Frank thing. Oh, wow. So comparing Anne Frank, who was hiding from Nazis and eventually taking, taken to concentration camp where she was killed, is pretty much analogous to Tiki Barber cheating on his wife who had two kids and was pregnant with twins with a much younger woman and having to hide from the media in the attic of his agent. Very similar. Very similar stories. Wow. Almost, almost eerie how similar those things are. So naturally, he's been getting a lot of flack from the Anti-Defamation League, who did not quite uh, appreciate his comparison that he made. I would not think so. Mm-hmm. So, Tiki Barber, class act. I'm sure he's going to get lots of broadcasting gigs after this. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. Um, moving on in ball talk, a word of warning to the Buffalo Bills and Aaron Duran, <laughs> who happens to be a Buffalo Bills fan. You might not uh, like what's going on right now. So there is a, uh, a, a, I believe this guy's like a stockbroker from Los Angeles. Um, a guy from LA who is saying that he is willing to, he wants to buy the Buffalo Bills and keep them in Buffalo. Hmm. Now he's from LA, the second largest market in the US that does not have an NFL team right now and is looking to poach one from anywhere. And Buffalo is Buffalo. So this guy, essentially, if, if you're a Buffalo Bills fan and a fan of them being in Buffalo, I would be very scared. Mm-hmm. And if you want, uh, want another idea, another team to look for, another case in the past that this has happened to, look at the Seattle Supersonics. Their owner came in and said, yes, we're going to keep you here. We're going to do everything possible. Oh, we're moving to Oklahoma. So Buffalo Bills fans, you are forewarned. I would be very careful about, uh, I would be very, um, I'd be very worried about your team. Hmm. So there you go. I'm just going to say that um, Buffalo Bills, watch out. Warning. Could be LA Bills before you know it, and they'll probably even change your team name and you won't get it back. All right, moving on to ball talk. A couple more bizarre things. Jose Canseco, who's come up twice this week now. Uh, Jose Canseco, his... Has had a, he's developed some weird infatuation with someone. Any guess who it is? It's a pop star. Shakira. No. Lady Gaga. Yes. Oh God, I was hoping it wasn't Lady Gaga. Everything's fucking Lady Gaga. Well, Shakira is okay. okay. You can develop an infatuation with yes. Shakira. There's nothing wrong with her at all. Uh, but Lady Gaga. So Jose Canseco has started this thing on his Twitter feed, um, and I'm just going to read some of the things that he's posted. He posted this. I love Lady Gaga. Wish I could meet her. Would marry her in a second. Following that up with, I am her knight in baseball armor. Oh, that's creepy. Following that up with, Lady Lady Gaga, where are you? Did you get my marriage proposal? I am at Coco Casino in Yuma, Arizona. So he is obsessed with her. Which is really weird. weird. But it's not surprising. I mean, he did date uh, Madonna for a while. So maybe he has a thing for weird pop stars. I mean, she's the closest thing to Madonna. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what it is. So Jose Canseco, obsessed with Lady Gaga. Not really sure what to think about that. That's just weird. It's really weird. So there's that. And finally, in ball talk, there's this, a man who is getting paid off for playing video games. Uh, That proves you can make some money in video games. So 
There's MLB 2K11, which is a Major League Baseball game um, that you can play. And they had a contest to see whoever could throw uh, pitch the first perfect game in the in the game. Mm-hmm. A game in the game. Game in the game. That makes sense. And uh, this Louisiana man actually did it in three tries and won $1 million uh. by pitching a perfect game. He said, I'm not really into sports games, but I am into competitive games. So when I heard about this competition, I couldn't leave it alone. Two weeks before the competition started, my wife forced me to go get the game. She was like, I don't know why you're not doing this. So his wife forced him to sit down and play ML- MLB 2K11. <laughs> and the reward was $1 million. Jeez. Playing a video game, getting $1 million. Ma'am. I need to play more video games. Yeah. If I'm going to get paid for them, I'm going to start playing video games. Absolutely. Please, someone pay me to play video games. Mm-hmm. Pay me. Pay me to play video games. That's what I meant to say. Pay to play. Anyway, rich for playing video games. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right, do we have some uh, some world of crazy? We do have some, some world of crazy. Some world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, I thought we had a discussion that you weren't going to touch that today. Don't let the racing cows in the You done playing with your knob, Greg? Don't wake mommy's clothes. Yes, I'm done. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Florida with trees. I bring you to Washington State. This is Tahuya, Washington. Authorities in Washington state say they've arrested a little shithead teenage girl for allegedly shooting her father with an arrow after he took her cell phone away. Whoa. Shooting her father with an arrow. So Mason County Detective William Adams says the man told officers his 15-year-old daughter used a hunting bow to shoot him after he grounded her and took away her phone. What the fuck? Can you? I understand teen angst. This is fucking ridiculous. The father so far is alive. Um, right now he's um, in serious condition. So uh, oh, he was. So he got like shot. He got shot through the chest with an arrow. What the fuck? Yeah, little shithead kid. So Como reports he was airlifted from forested Tahuya uh, to Harborview Medical Center in Seattle, listed in serious condition. Uh, the girl fled into the woods behind her home with the bow and arrow still in tow, but a SWAT team surrounded her and arrested her for investigation of first degree assault. So uh, in case you that's attempted know, murder. Yeah, that is. Uh, Tahuya is about 35 miles west of Seattle. Seattle. Fuck that shit. Is, is she, I mean, they're going to prosecute her? Or? Um, it doesn't say yet. Wow. But she's 15, so who knows you know, how much trouble she can get in. That's so messed up. Yeah. Out of Florida in Florida. This is in Naples, Florida. Police in Florida arrested a man who allegedly dumped water from a swimming noodle onto a woman on the beach and then punched her in the face. Naples police say the the victim was at a park with a friend and came across this this whole story is bizarre. Came across a rotting watermelon carved into the shape of a face, which she then placed in the water to get it off the beach. A man identified as Carl Ludwig Ludwig Eckner, 68 years old, uh, retrieved the watermelon and put it back on the beach. The woman then saw the watermelon a second time and again put it in the water. Officers said that the 68-year-old man used a swimming noodle to fill it with water and dumped it on the woman and then hit her in the face. Okay, so it just didn't punch her. He hit her in the face with the swimming noodle. He was then arrested on a battery charge. No word on why there was a watermelon 
carved into the shape of a face sitting on a beach. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, no word on wise in this thing. No word on wise. This is a disturbing story. So I have two more stories because we are running a little bit behind, but these stories deserve the love and attention. They deserve to be told. This story is from earlier this week, but uh, we haven't been able to get around to it. But it's still just as disturbing. I give you one of the worst stories I've ever read. Oh, no. A truck driver from New Zealand says he felt, quote, like a pork roast as a compressed air hose pierced into his buttock, forcing air into his body at 100 pounds a square inch. Oh! Not through the, but through his butt cheek. What? Stephen McCormick was standing on uh, on his truck's footplate this past weekend when he slipped and fell. The air hose broke off at the air reservoir that powered the truck's brakes. And when McCormick fell onto it, it punctured his butt cheek and began pumping air into his body. Oh! He said he had no choice but to lie on the ground, quote, blowing up like a balloon. What do you mean he couldn't, like, pull it out? McCormick's co-workers heard his screams and came over to him. One of them quickly released the safety valve to stop the airflow into his body. Oh. Oh. McCormick said, I felt the air rush into my body, and I felt like it was going to explode from my foot to the top of my head. I was blowing up like a football. Oh. McCormick was rushed to the hospital with body swelling and fluid in his lung. Doctors said the air had separated his fat from muscle in his body. Oh, my God. It filled God. in the space between the fat and muscle. But it did not em- enter the bloodstream, so that that's good. Well, yeah, because that would kill you instantly. Yeah. It just so happened to puncture this, the area between his fat and his muscle in his body. That's so... Ugh. In one of the worst phrases I've ever read, McCormick finally states that he felt like a pork roast because his skin was crackling on the outside, but soft on the inside. Oh. Oh. I don't even know what to say about that one. And finally... Conceptual artist Cherry Tree, that is her name, Cherry Tree has a scent of mystery about her and also the smell of urine. Her urine. (laughs) And it's intentional. For the last five years, Cherry Tree, who splits her time between Missouri and Spain, has been turning her own urine into perfume that she sells. Oh. She is very much into recycling, she says, and urine is something that I've always thought needs to be recycled since it's something that gets eliminated. Cherry Tree said that she was inspired the first morning after a full moon, and she decided to collect her urine into a perfume bottle. At first, Cherry Tree's concept is only to collect urine after each full moon, because she was fascinated by how the smell of urine changes depending on what you eat. For instance, it smells really good after you eat a lot of honey, and smells terrible after eating chicken. Cherry Tree was content simply to collect her urine in perfume bottles until one day she decided to take her urine bottling to the next step. I noticed that each bottle had its own scent depending on what I ate, so I thought I'd add a little sugar to the urine and make it a real eau de toilette. Oh. She took lessons from her brother who runs a boutique distillery near Branson, Missouri, 
After studying how he made vodka and whiskey, she applied his techniques to her urine perfume. Her first batch didn't work, but not because it stunk. She said it actually smelled really great. It was very chocolatey. But I think it was, I was because I was drinking a lot of coffee at the time. Although urine is a waste product, it is sterile. And fermenting it also uh, creates alcohol, which kills any existing germs in the urine. Who the fuck is going to buy that? She's selling it at, like, at like fancy boutiques. And people are actually buying this. She's selling her own urine. Yes. And making money on this. You know what? More power to her. Yep. Congratulations. That is a genius idea. Absolutely. If you can make money by peeing. Into perfume bottles and selling it. I'm going to start peeing in bottles all over the place. I'm just going to set up a stand at Saturday Market. <laughs> Cherry Tree realizes that peop- some people might make a stink about her hobby, but it's natural to her. She says, I have a close relationship to urine. I've done it all my life. Really? I don't think she's alone. <laughs> if that's why you have a close relationship to urine, I think we all do. <laughs> That's my world of crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. Whatever her price is, I'll undercut it by five bucks. <laughs> you want real Greg Nibbler urine? That's right. It's for sale. Five dollars. I'll send you a bottle of my urine. In a jar. All right, I think that's about enough today. I think that's a show. It's been an interesting show. It has been um, an interesting show. Okay, Sportlandia at trailblazers.tv or sportlandiatv.com airing today at 4 p.m. Pacific time. Please tune in. You can chat live with us. It's live video. We'll have an awesome video of Patty Mills. I've seen part of it. It's good. That's awesome. And uh, also special guest Sarah Moon will be on there performing. It's going to be a great show. Mm-hmm. And plus, uh, from, oh, what I under- from what I understand, she's... Uh, quite good looking she is very easy on the eyes so you want to tune into mm-hmm. this yes you do all right uh, send us an email funemploymentradio at gmail.com give us a call 503-575-9120 as usual right when i'm trying to do the outro um and coming up next week yes uh so a special guest tentatively confirmed next week awesome um also big uh, congratulations to bill oakley bill oakley just added to the stellar production team that is uh, for Portlandia. Yes. So Bill Oakley, now a writer and, and some creative kind of a, consultant, ca- right? some kind of a producer. On yeah. There. Yeah. So Bill Oakley, congratulations. Yes. So proud of you. And uh, all right. I think that's about enough for today. Yes. We'll be back next week with more fun employment. Oh, uh, no show on Monday. No show on Monday. Memorial Day. Uh, yeah, no show on Monday. But we will be back next week with more fun employment radio. Everybody have a good weekend. Dude, yes. Do it. Do it.